Do you wanna play a game? Do you like scary movies? Do you wanna eat some brains? Is your chainsaw arm groovy? How bloodthirsty could a talking plant be? Eat your liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Come play with us forever, cause down here we all float. I never drink wine, so you're gonna need a bigger boat. Or a throat to choke, whether you're in the prim or dairy. Got red rum where your blood from, put your dead son in the cemetery. It's him or carry, be very afraid. You'll be our number one fan and get carried away. All working, no play, you know it always means you're in trouble, son. I came to chew gum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubble gum. What if Quint killed Jaws' his father? What if the Bob's body was marijuana? What if the leprechaun got a job as a bank guard? What if the Wolfman had a cowbell instead of Every Nars? scary movie made since Oscar Wilde was writing letters Had canon to watch them all and tell you how to make them better So put your earbuds in and forget what you're planning It's time to take our heads and shoot them out of a cannon 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 Shoot him out of a cannon. Shoot him out of a cannon. Shoot him out of a cannon. Head cannon. Head cannon. Welcome to Head Cannon. Tonight we have a very special guest, Mr. Kyle Collins. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing very, very well, fellas. Thank you so much for having me. Good. It's, uh, it's a real big pleasure. I'm stoked to be here. Oh, we're glad to have you. And Brent, Brent, how are you doing this evening? I'm good. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I was just in a car for an hour and a half or so in the dark, so like now I'm like reacclimating to the light. <laughs> that sounds Feeling awful. Good. We, You're we, coming out of chud mode. That's right. I'm kind of coming out of chud mode and into wine mode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With your box of Franzia. <laughs> yeah, I went from t using just like a glass of extra Franzia to do these. So I just I was like, I'm just gonna bring the box with me. Right. Fuck it. Why not? Get it upstairs. It. Yeah. <laughs> Nice, yeah. We uh we had a crazy windy day up here, like in the in the Chicago area. We and we actually just put all of our uh, holiday decorations up this weekend. You know, we got out there with the kids, and then uh and then I went out to, there today, and they were like all blown over and like blown around the yard. I was like, oh well, all right. <laughs> I guess that's how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> so. I thought about getting a um a big inflatable snowman. You know, you've seen them. Mm -hmm. They they have like a motor. But I was going to put it, position it, like, right in front of my porch so that people couldn't see boxes. Okay. Oh, like, that's We do all Christmas shopping online, you know, but they're kind of expensive. Like, it's, it's they're like $100. We get, that's pretty cheap for a security guard, though. You know, if you think about it, if yeah. you think about it as a, as, yeah. as security for your porch, that's not too bad. That's true. I think the thing that uh, looks the most iconic is a, white blow up snowman on those beautiful brown indiana muddy grass fields man that's yeah that's yeah. really that that reminds me of home yeah. <laughs> or i yeah i always like it when 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 you make the snowman and then but then everything else melts the next day so it's just like a, you can't even tell that it snowed but there's just like a droopy snowman in the middle of a field and the ground sticks, all, yeah. yeah yeah just dirty and <laughs> Sticks Perfect. around for like a few more days, but does never look good. Right. <laughs> right. It was a constant reminder that it's really cold. All right. And, and a constant reminder of your own mortality, you know, you know it's eventually. <laughs> That's what I appreciate about it. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if we, we went like that. 
like after a while you just started kind of melting away kind of do right yeah right yeah old people definitely look like melted candles of their young self like yeah before my grandma died she had like hammer toe uh-huh. so like all of her f- toes on her feet they like curled to the left yeah real weird <laughs> yeah feet yeah feet especially your toes and your feet do weird shit when you get older they just start yeah just like forming into into new configurations it's weird they just get in one shape and they never come back they're like nope this is the way we're stuck forever now <laughs> that's the one trick jesus knew he knew <laughs> how to how to how to straighten those toes <laughs> you, you gotta put a giant and christians hate him for it <laughs> i was gonna did he though because I'm pretty sure he still died by hammer toe. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, that's boom. a good one. That's nice. Yeah. Right? Come on. That's hey. too good. That was too good. <laughs> so, Kyle, we were talking about earlier. I knew I know you from, uh, we had a couple mutual friends. I, I met you through, uh, I think it was the, the hip-hop group Two Mics and a Kit from hey, way, yeah. way back so in the, the day. Is that you? Yeah. Yeah, I was the that's kid. Awesome, He's the man. kit. Yeah. I was the kid in Two Mics and a Kit from way back in the day. Yeah, that was. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that. My brief introduction to most people. I, I met Corey that way. And then we. Uh, I remember we came on your. You had the college radio show there for a while. Oh, oh on WFHD. Like, yeah. What was that like? One, two in the morning. Yeah, at at, at the earliest. I think it might have even been like yeah, three or four to six. It, it was yeah. It was it was way in the. I just remember the... we stayed up super late and just got really high before we came over there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else were we going to do? It's three in the morning. <laughs> no, it was a good time. Yeah, I did that for about six months or so. I think I called it uh, President Tight Rhymes Hip Hop Variety Show. And then, That's right. That's right. And I would mostly just like uh, play my own CDs because the, the, the selection at WFHB for hip hop was lacking a little bit. It wasn't... wasn't... It was slim Pond. Yeah. Or yeah. Shallow Pond. Exactly. Say, yeah. <laughs> for sure. But yeah, man. Uh met you back then and we stayed in pop, semi-serial contact right throughout the, via the magic of social media we've never yeah. not been uh somewhat involved been like oh hey there's Corey saying some stuff that like fuck yeah I totally agree with it. yeah right yeah with with facebook you're never you're never truly apart <laughs> no never like i feel like i know people like if I saw someone that like I only like their pictures or whatever, if I saw them in public, I would be like overly friendly or something. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I've like known people now for for years, like yeah. over a decade. It just it, I feel like I know them very well, but they know me very well. But we've never actually talked really face to face. It's a weird relationship. Yeah, it it's, is. I think it's just sort of the way we're at, at like. 10 years ago, 20 years ago, friends from the internet was weird, man. Cause it just didn't have, but like, I don't know. It's, it's so much more common now to just hang out with people that you haven't ever met. You just fly out and meet them and you don't get murdered. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time, <laughs> a vast majority of the time, there's no it's murder. It's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's great. Yeah. And t- 10, even 15 years ago, I feel like there was a stigma with, uh, you know, dating online or if somebody was like, oh, how'd you meet your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever? They're like, oh, we met online. There was kind of this like, oh, ah, yeah. But now it's like, like what relation ever, like every relationship is, is online dating for the most part. <laughs> but, but so, but so what are you up to now, Kyle? You've got a, will you tell us about your podcast and kind of what you're up to at the moment? Oh, uh, 
yeah, so I have a podcast I've been doing for a number of years called uh, Experience Grind. Um, it's still a build as a movie and gaming podcast, but man, it's uh, games are so goddamn dense anymore. It's not like you can just knock one out in a week to talk about. So there's a whole lot more movie talk interspersed in the game talk anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we actually have been doing a theme month. Uh, we have a couple of them. In September, we always have a big celebration for stoner movies. Uh, and then for, of course, we waded into the ever-popular Is Die Hard a Christmas movie debate a few years ago, and we decided to watch Die Hard for Christmas, and then that blossomed into uh, the entire month of December is now action movies. But nice. we still watch uh, Die Hard every year, and this year we're gonna we're up to Die Hard 4, finally. Uh, in my opinion, the absolute worst one. Yeah. So. Really stoked to watch that this year. <laughs> uh, but I did get to watch John Wick and uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So that's been pretty great. Nice. Yeah, we actually, even though it's not a, a horror movie per se, I read a persuasive argument somebody made online uh, for Die Hard as a slasher movie with John McClane as the slasher. And, sure, and the terrorists yeah. as his victims. So we actually, we covered, and this episode will come out after that one, so that we covered that one for our, our Christmas episode. So it's we're watching Die Hard, is it a Christmas movie, and also, is it a slasher movie? So Man, so wait, so it's already come out after this one? It, it will have come out before this one comes out, if that makes sense. Yeah, so I can ask, where do you guys land, is it a Christmas movie or no? <laughs> Uh, I think I land on on yes. My definition of a Christmas movie is pretty liberal. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so. yeah I'll call it a Christmas movie too. Yeah, you both are. I'm I'm in the no camp because to me it doesn't have Christmas magic, which is again it's an unidentifiable <laughs> thing that only I can quantify to myself. But uh, it doesn't have that, so mm-hmm. I don't call it. But I do say if you yeah. want to watch it on fucking Christmas, who gives a shit? Watch it, dude. Right. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. I'm pretty. Uh, yeah, pretty open for anybody's interpretation. But we, our guest that show uh, actually made the point that, you know, he, he, it has to check three boxes for him. Like, is there, like, Christmas music, that some kind of Christmas feel? And it checked two boxes, but his last one was kind of like a Christmas message at the end of the movie. And it didn't, yeah. check, it didn't check that box for him. So he went, he went no on that one. The argument I always bring up is that most people don't know is that the first Lethal Weapon is also set in L.A. on Christmas, and nobody gives a fuck about it being a Christmas movie. Right. So I don't get why Die Hard has this special connotation. Right. But, uh, you know, again, to each their own, it's fucking great marketing for the Die Hard and people at Fox. It makes them tons of money every Christmas. I'm sure that didn't have any impact on that decision to push it, but (laughs) kudos to them. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure they don't mind at all. No. <laughs> nice. Well, what? Uh, so, do you want to jump into the? I'm curious uh, if you want to announce the movie we're talking about tonight and kind of what it means to you and sure. what what made you land on this movie in particular. Well, you sent me uh, a pretty thorough list still of some real bangers you got coming up, and it was hard to really select. I had a couple that I almost picked, but uh, I saw Dead Alive on the list, man, and I had to jump on that one because this movie is. It's pretty special to me. A lot of people don't know that this movie exists, I feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not even well-known here in America. It, it's released everywhere else. Is what, Brain Dead, I believe? Brain Dead, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so, uh, but this is a famously a Peter Jackson joint, you know, it's a, <laughs> a thing that he wrote, produced, directed, he's all involved in it. And I like to tell people that fact before we watch it, that like, hey, the guy that directed Lord of the Rings and won all those fucking awards also made this. So pay attention because right. uh, it doesn't matter where you come from, but uh, you probably have a much better chance of succeeding if you got a little punk rock in you. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Dead Alive is absolutely a testament to that. And like, um, I don't know, Peter Jackson is wild in this movie. I feel that like him and his buddy sat down and were like, hey, what do you want to see in a zombie movie? And then they just put it all in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just found the spot for yeah. all of it. Yeah. Well, and, and so this came out, Dead Alive came out in 92, and I feel like, I remember, and we've talked about this on the show before, how I would always gravitate toward the horror section when I was renting videos as a kid, you know, from Blockbuster or... They had the best covers, man. They yeah. know what it was about. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I've never, I never grabbed this one. I don't know why. I had never seen it before this weekend, but I vividly... Really? Wow, I was, that's awesome. Yeah, I was glad you picked it because I've been wanting to watch it. Um, okay. But I vividly remember seeing that cover where the person's like holding their mouth open mm -hmm. and there's a skull like coming out of their mouth. And I remember always seeing it as a kid, but I, for whatever reason, I just never picked this one up. Super iconic. Uh, that Child's Play 2 cover, man, that one always creeped me out as a kid. I've talked about my own fears of Chucky before on other things. I fucking hate Chucky. Uh, <laughs> me too. Me too, man. Me too, man. Solidarity, man. Fuck all dolls. <laughs> They're terrible. Yeah. Did your grandma yeah. have, a, have a doll room? She have a fuck doll room, Corey. <laughs> my, yeah, my, gra no, oh, my actually, grandma. No, actually. toes? What's that? With her hammer toes, yeah. She, she had a fuck doll. She'd place them up with her hammer toes. But no, actually, yeah. my my great grandfather, my great grandmother, sorry, my my mom's dad's mom had a bunch of dolls on her dresser. And I remember there was this one, it was like kind of a, I think the body was cloth, but the face was porcelain. And it was a, it was a nurse, right? So it was this nurse just sitting there, but she was holding this gigantic, like a real syringe with a real needle on the, so like every time I would go into my grandma's room, I'd have to walk past this nurse doll holding this like actual real life syringe. And it always like freaked the fuck out of me. Yeah. I could totally see that. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, what is that? Why did she even have that? What? <laughs> you know, who created that and why? I want to know. <laughs> That's what I would want to know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't thought about it in years, actually. But, but needles yeah. actually play a pretty big part in this movie too. Uh, they make you squeamish. If, literally, if anything makes you squeamish, you should not watch this movie. That's Everything true. Everything gets touched on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This has nurses. Yeah, there was a it good, has a nurse. Um, it has a syringe. Reference in that. What's that? The reanimator. There's a good reference in there with with the needles and when he goes in and there's all the. It's like the embalming station. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Everything's the green goo which is right reminiscent of of of, of reanimator yeah for sure well and I, and I like that scene you know so just to dive into the movie there's so much to talk about here but that scene where he goes to get the tranquilizer and the guy's like uh you know he's yeah. like i told you i don't have my papers i've lost them and i was like is this guy a fucking Nazi in hiding? That's right. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then it shows his shirt is ripped and, it, and he has a swastika. I was like, okay, well, you, uh, if you didn't notice it before, like we're yeah. definitely a Nazi. <laughs> yeah. 
Peter Jackson had not found his art of subtlety yet. No, no. There's, <laughs> there's not a lick of subtlety in this movie, no. Not at all, man, no. <laughs> well, but uh, I think it's pretty fantastic. I like, uh, it doesn't need subtlety. It's so over the top, and I love that everybody plays into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And it does, I, I think somebody mentioned the Evil Dead, uh, and it, and it, it absolutely reminds me of the Evil Dead. It's like... Oh, yeah. The, You're the end there. Yeah, well, and it's it's got that kind of camp and that kind you know, it's 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 comedy, but they're really just playing with special effects and gore and it's uh it's like the Evil Dead but like on steroids, like kicked up to fucking 11, you know? Like yeah. it's just uh, uh yeah, just everything about it, especially like you know, it all culminates at the end when he comes in with the lawnmower and he's just like <laughs> running through you're like you're like, "Yeah, okay. Yeah. There we go." <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh if it doesn't still, for a long time, this movie held the record for most blood used on a movie set. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. and I, I, it still might hold that to this day, to be honest with you. I believe yeah. it. Dude, there's so much. That's another, like, when I'm telling people, like, you have, you got to watch this movie. Of course, I also tell them, like, yeah, dude wears a lawnmower and just runs through a crowd of zombies. Yeah. <laughs> like, that happens in this movie. Yeah, and that's not even the most... Like, by the time you get there, it's not even the most, like, wild thing not, at all. Not by far the most egregious thing you've seen yet. No, not yeah, even in the I noticed top that, ten. like, leading up to that scene, I I hit skip, the, the five-second skip a few times in YouTube just because I was like, okay, but I want to see that lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> like, I knew it was coming. I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably skip past some scenes of a saucy set of lungs and an esophagus. That was... Uh, yeah, 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 I think it was like yeah, like little things. I was like, okay, yeah, I've seen this before. Which, the whole movie's fantastic. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, <laughs> have you never seen it before either? I never seen, it, but I do. I'm, I share that with Corey with that. Like, I remember seeing the box, a blockbuster video, that one, and like, what's the one where like it's got like the dead, decaying hand with the key? That's oh, like that's seeking, house. Is it called something? Is it called House? I wasn't sure it's if it's called, called like house. Amityville House. Yeah, I think it's called House. Yeah, that was another house, one of those like House Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also very similar. Uh, yeah. House used to also terrify me. Have you get, is House on you guys' list? I think it was. Um, I don't know if it is or not. It might be. I haven't seen it, though. It's a, it's a wild one, man. There's a, there's a monster in that movie that gave me nightmares for years, dude. Really? And it's really, it's just, what it is is like, no, looking, watching it now, knowing what it is, it's just like the way they modulate the voice recording, and they give it this weird warble, but that with the makeup effect, like, it was burned in my brain as a kid. <laughs> Terrified <Right>. me. <laughs> So. Nice. Well, and I'm just kind of like, as we've been talking, I'm looking uh, kind of at my notes at the beginning of the movie, kind of looking in chronological order. And um, I this I mentioned this on our last episode because it's just kind of weird to me. But the last movie we did, uh, Kyle, I think on Friday, we recorded an episode on Poltergeist, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. which opens up with the like end of broadcast day. Uh, on the TV where it's showing oh, the American... Oh, yes, you mentioned this. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah it's, so it's showing the American flag and playing the national anthem, right? Yep. And so then I immediately go to watch this movie and it starts out with the flag of New Zealand and their national anthem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah and I was, like, I was like, oh, that's kind of... That's fucking a weird coincidence, you know? <laughs> sure, sure. But I think they did that because I'm pretty sure New Zealand paid for a large part of this movie. <laughs> Probably, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sure. You know... They don't have Hollywood, and they support arts down there. It's the same thing with like all those Canadian productions you see, like oh. Trailer Park Boys. Man, that's funded by the Canadian government, or was when it started. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Yeah, I love that show. That's true. Yeah, all, all these all these other countries they got their arts socialized. So You're right, <laughs> they fund arts. What is this? Yeah, well, <laughs> money? yeah. you want to see some art? I'm gonna pee on my snowman until it melts to the ground. <laughs> that's that's my art piece. I mean, I slowly <laughs> over time. You know how many Mountain Dews it takes to destroy a snowman? I do. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember you? Oh yeah. I helped you. I, I helped you. Uh, yeah, we helped each other. <laughs> we, we took it from both sides. Nice. We, we made sure not to cross the street. I started. <laughs> he started at the top at the at the top piece of charcoal. <laughs> I started at the bottom one, and we went in the middle, and that's when we crossed. There we go. <laughs> oh shit, man. <laughs> So, uh, uh, this is quite the difference from going from a a Stephen King to a Peter Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Steven Spielberg. Um, yeah, it was, it was definitely a, you know, we went from zero casualties to, uh, hundreds of casualties, you know, (laughs) an entire New Zealand village. Yes. A small village. (laughs) Just slaughtered. Eliminated. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's awesome. a lot of, do you think there are people in this movie that later got to be like in the Lord of the Rings? There absolutely That's, was. Uh, yeah. I read, I think the mother, I don't know if I wrote this down. The mother from this movie definitely had some, oh, she played a, a hobbit. She played a random hobbit. That so, makes sense. Yeah. That's cool. So I know there's at least that. There, there, There are probably others, but that's just a random thing that I read. So, I know yeah. the Sumatran rat monkey shows up in King Kong. Yes. <laughs> I, I read that as well. That's I cool. do know that. I've seen that. I remember seeing that in theaters and being like, oh, shit, he did that? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian. And do they mention it in this movie that it's supposed to, like, this movie starts on Skull Island? Is yeah, that... it does. Uh, the, the opening crawl. So that's that's his tribute to King Kong even before he ever thought about that. So I thought that was that's a cool cool. touch. Yeah. Yeah, well, this this slots into a really interesting because right before this he did Meet the Feebles, right? Mm-hmm. And then have you seen that one? I've seen clips of it. I need to watch the yeah. whole thing, but I've seen clips of it. Yeah, yeah. That's so, what I, it's. We're doing that one soon because my my co-host has never seen it too, and I was like, all right, buddy. Well, it's an R-rated Muppets, so right. It's like, all right, well, I'm sold. <laughs> well, and I first heard of that movie like when Brent and I were learning improv when we were in high school. The group that was teaching us, they had a warm-up game where Meet the Feebles would come up. If you, like, if you basically go around in a circle and you'd say different stuff. And if it was Charlie's Angels, you'd get in the Charlie's Angels pose. And if it was, like, uh, Star Wars, like, the guy in the middle is Luke Skywalker with the lightsaber up. And then, so it was just, like, it was basically, like, a call-out and a pose game. And they had one that was, like, Meet the Feebles. And they're, like, okay, the guy in the middle is, like, shooting a machine gun. The guy on the left is fucking him. And, and I was, like, what the fuck? What is Oh, yeah. I was, like, what is this? Re- what the fuck is this? <laughs> I haven't thought about that in freaking uh, over a dec- like decades. Like, it was yeah. great seeing it spawn on your face, too. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, the one, dude, the one dude humping the leg. Yeah. It was so weird. Yeah. So, that, right. so is that in the that movie? I've not seen that movie. Yeah, that, that movie. Yeah, it's, it's basically, like, uh, the Muppets. But they're all like drug addicts and strippers and and hookers and like it's yeah it's just basically a twisted it's like it's Peter Jackson do so it's like this movie this level of insanity but it's like a Muppet movie from what I gather in the clips I've seen so it, it's a very apt description that's <laughs> that's very fair so um, 
Yeah, it's a wild one too, man. Meet the Feebles, and it's crazy that he made these, and then they were still like, "All right, we'll give this guy Lord of the Rings." Right. Well, because well, because yeah. he he did this, and I was kind of like looking at that interesting trajectory. So he did this, and then he did Heavenly Creatures in '94, which was like kind of a a docu drama about a real story, like a a girl who killed. Uh, I haven't seen the movie, but it's got Kate Winslet and, and Melanie Linsky. But so it's like kind of a serious, straightforward movie from what I gather. And then he did The Frighteners with the with Frighteners. Michael J. Fox. And then, what a great flick. And then, yeah, from there he started like the the journey of, of Lord of the Rings. So it's a, it's a really interesting trajectory, I feel like, that that guy's been on. I think it's also because they didn't expect Lord of the Rings to do what it did. Right, yeah. Which is also why they like just let him film it all in one go because they're like, well, fuck it, we got to do something with this. And <laughs> right. Somehow that thing worked on that level, and yeah, I don't... he uh, he lost everything in the Hobbit. Poor guy. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen any any of that behind the scenes stuff? I have. Yeah, I mean, I just I just know that like what Guillermo Guillermo del Toro was supposed to direct it, and then yeah, it looked like uh, Peter Jackson wasn't really even interested in directing it, but he. They just had nobody else and called him in last minute, yep. and and it was just like then, a clusterfuck the whole time. Oh, the whole time, dude! You could see there's like some behind the scenes shit where you see it like he's broken. I think he lost a shit ton of weight too, man. Really? During filming of that, yeah, yeah, he got bad. I don't. Yeah, but then I don't. He got to do that sweet World War One documentary. Who? Peter Jackson? Yeah, where he restored all that uh, World War One footage. They like. Him and Weta went through and like restored all this shit. They colorized it, and then they brought in all these. Uh, they brought in a bunch of deaf people to like read the lips of the footage they had, and then they had actors Whoa. reenact what those people were saying. And they dubbed that dude. It's a wild documentary. Huh. By the way, if you can't, I'm a huge Peter Jackson fanboy. So, <laughs> what's that called again? Uh, we were young once, I believe. Oh, okay, I saw parts of that. I, I saw I saw the first part of that actually. Yeah, that was really good. They got they had lots of good um, interviews. Nice veterans. Yeah, dude. It's well, uh. Like, what I saw was they will not grow old or something like that. Is yeah, that they shall not grow old. That's it. That's they it. shall not grow. Old. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Yep. And it like starts off with like all the scratchy old black and white footage, and then it's like forms yeah. into like what they were able to restore, and it's just insane. Yeah. Cool. But it has nothing to do on, uh, you know, your mother eating my dog. <laughs> yeah, Your mother Isn't that, wasn't that the original dog? title of the movie. <laughs> well, that's the, that was like it was like in Chile. That's what they titled the movie. Oh, okay. Your mother ate my dog. Yeah, I never... <laughs> Your mom ate my dog. <laughs> and when I almost wondered if that wasn't a play on a dingo ate my baby. Oh, it could have been. I like I don't know. I don't know if it was an intentional nod to that, but that's what it made me think of. Was that a thing in the Zeitgeist at that point? Yeah, because I think right. what because that was from a, was that in the eighties? Hold on, I gotta look this up now. Because that was, it was real, in the eighties. Because yeah. somebody because a, a woman lost her baby. I guess I'm only I'm only maybe it's my own personal bias. I only know really it from the Seinfeld bit. Oh, okay, as right. part of the, the yeah part of the nineteen eighty death of Azaria Chamberlain. So yeah, that happened. In, that news story happened in nineteen eighty, where the woman apparently <laughs> had her baby eaten by a dingo. So. Of the Melbourne Chamberlains? Of the Melbourne... <laughs> <laughs> yes, of the Melbourne Chamberlains, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, but no, I love the stuff at the... Uh, 
like even at the beginning what's the woman's name paquita his love interest paquita. in the movie mm-hmm. how how that guy roger comes in the store and she's like <laughs> she's like hi roger and then she doesn't say anything the rest of the scene she just like follows him around with goo goo eyes and then he eventually just like leaves <laughs> but she's got it bad she's got it bad you know and then and then her grandma reads the tarot cards and she's like oh, you will meet a man and it'll be like the romance of your lifetime. And then she starts looking at all these other cards that are like suffering. Death. And she's like, oh, never mind those cards. Don't worry about those. Don't worry about those. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? Duh, don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah. Don't at all. Our um, fantastic hero enters. Yes. <laughs> Which he, and I, I love how he's like uh, immediately characterizes this klutz, right? He's just like knocking everything over and... Uh, you know, and then you obviously have the the relationship between him and his mom, where she just takes advantage of him, and uh, yeah, and it's and I and I have to admit, when she first became a zombie and she died, and he was like tranquilizing her, it took me a minute because when you know they had her, her funeral and then he gets her and brings her back home, I was like, what's his plan here? Like, why isn't he decapitating her or burning her? Or I was like, what is his plan? And then it dawned on me that. He's just doing the exact same thing he was doing when she was alive. He doesn't have a plan for this to end. He's just going right. to be like he's completely his. He doesn't have a life of his own. It's just him taking care of her and just existing for her. And it, and so I really I had this. I don't know. For me, it was this cool realization where I was like, what is he doing? What is his plan? And then I was like, oh, he doesn't have a plan. This is just his shitty ass yeah. life, you know? Imagine his life if he had like just reported her, you know, everything. He would have gotten that money. Right. Again, decapitated her, got rid of her. He, he would have inherited that sweet house. Right. <laughs> he wouldn't have to deal with his uncle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the uncle was weird. You know what? Uh, there was some. I'm a big. Um, I've never seen a Buster Keaton movie all mm-hmm. the way through, but I've seen many of a clip of that man, and I really admire uh, the stunts that he pulled and stuff like that. And they did. They did. They ripped an exact one from from one of his old movies, where he um he meets the girl, and then the uh the train or the trolley, okay, it starts to come by. He almost gets hit by it, but then quickly grabs the 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 the, the handlebar of it and, and he pulls gets himself off. on. Yeah, and that's that was a, that was real. Yeah, that was like him doing it. I appreciate the actor in this movie, Dead Alive. Uh, his like his, his Pratt Falls and stage movement or um set move on what you call it in the movie yeah but like but yeah like that was like a straight buster keaton rip and it was cool he did it really well nice yeah i didn't pick up on that but yeah you're, like you're absolutely like right flail you like fl- flay um f- unfurl your body kind of like your your legs sort of like split and your arms waving out but your other hands on the handlebar getting pulled <laughs> off real quick right it's cool it's that'd be a hard thing to do well he's he definitely has mad buster keaton energy he's got the uh yeah. just all of that he's He's expressive. He's over the top in his facial expressions, which again, I, this movie calls for that. Like that's what you want. And Lionel, like, he nails that. He's he's great to watch on screen. He's a fantastic leading man. To he's enjoyable to watch. This guy nailed it. So yeah. Well, and the whole time watching him, I was like, I was like, I feel like I've seen this guy elsewhere, or I should have. And he's done other stuff, but I feel like it was mostly local New Zealand. Like I don't, I didn't see anything that. I didn't like going through his filmography. I didn't see anything else that I had seen him in, but he just has that like 
just his face and his mannerisms and everything. He's got mad Tim Roth vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. That, yeah, yeah. That's exactly well, what it is. I'm always like, is this Tim Roth? Right. No, he's too tall and lanky, but yeah, yeah. Not quite Tim Roth, but almost. The Kiwi version. Right. The Kiwi Tim the Roth. The Kiwi Tim Roth. But no, so then... What would be the American Crocodile Dundee? <laughs> the American Crocodile Dundee? Ah, uh, shit, I don't know. I don't know. Is That, that dude is that it... does the snake handling on the jackass movie? Manny. Manny Puig? No, not Manny Puig. That's oh, a boxer. But Manny the, guy the, with the, the long hair. Yeah, dude. That would the be like swim with the, Yeah, yeah, him. Oh, fuck yeah. That's, that's He's probably the American Crocodile Dundee. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I think his name is Manny. It is Manny. It's not Manny Puig. Puig. Okay. That's the boxer. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's Manny something. Right. Every, yeah, every country has one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they do. And they always <laughs> refer to it as this is our country's crocodile. <laughs> 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 first. Even in Australia, they're like, this is Australia's Crocodile Dundee. And he's like, yeah, I'm, ju- I'm just Crocodile Dundee, mate. <laughs> yeah. In Japan, it's like, this. that's not a katana. This is a katana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's just a ridiculously long. It's like five feet long. And they're like, what are you even going to do with that? That's not. <laughs> in India, it's like, that's not a bowl of rice. This is a bowl of rice. <laughs> Oh, what do you do with that sword as you fight a spiky-haired blonde boy? Yeah. <laughs> right. With a sword that long. It's the only thing you can do. Reference. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. This, uh, this movie's also not, not your wheelhouse if you got a problem with, like, just gross things, man. This movie leans into gross heavy. Yeah. It's like a Red and Stimpy cartoon almost. Like It is, yeah. From the first moment when, like, her pus shoots out into the dude's custard. Yeah, that was oh, rough. Right. Oh, God, it was so gross. Yeah. Well, and then so I and I thought that was bad. I was like, oh my god, that's and he just loves and the the camera work and the angles and everything. Like, you know, I'm no expert on that kind of shit, but I mean, you can just tell they're fun and they're playful and the way like the camera like is looking up at the dude as he eats the custard. And he's like, mmm, so good. That's the best custard I've ever that's had. A good custard. Right. It's nice like, and yeah. creamy, just the way I like it. He says, "Let's like." And it's just, he's just eating that bloody pus, and his wife's just staring at him like, why are you not stopping? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then when Lionel gets, stands up and like is like, would you like some more beans? And he just like pushes the beans on his plate. On <laughs> Have you ever seen anybody other than like a mom do that to a kid? <laughs> like, that's so gross. Like, who would... To me, that was more gross than the bloody boss. <laughs> I love that the the, fought, the husband stood up. He's like, hey, I'll take some of those, mate. He yeah. wanted the beans, too. That dude was awesome. He played everybody yeah. like they're so perfectly cast. Like he was scummy. The uncle plays fucking scumbag so well. Oh, yeah. I hated that guy. Yeah, you're supposed to. He's fucking perfect at it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? He was even cool. It was even cool whenever he was like on their side as the scumbag like fighting off the zombies as well. Like his character made sense to like help them out for a little bit as some muscle. Right. Well, and then he immediately, and I don't even know if this is like the wrong thing to do. I mean, it's in his douchebag character, but when he goes to like, he starts trying to kill the other woman that's been bitten or whatever, like, you know, cause it's the main character, Paquita. And she's like, she's partnered up with this other woman for a while. And then they let the uncle in. And then the uncle's, like, trying to kill her. So then Paquita's, like, fighting on two fronts. She's fighting the zombie and oh, trying yeah. to stop the uncle. But I have to, in that moment, like, the uncle was right. I mean, he was, he was, I think the uncle was justified in that, uh, you know, she posed a threat. She was a problem. 
he figured it out. Uh, yeah. what a, I forget what the uh, the people at the beginning called it when they cut off the uh, oh, poor yeah. zookeeper. Oh, yeah. That, that cocky son of a bitch. They the, call it something. I think they uh, just said the bite, maybe. It was something that started with an S, I feel. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do too. They called the the curse. They had the name yeah. for the curse. I, that I guy was, it was hilarious. I love that yeah, I, I love that. They, like, they run away without him. He's chasing him down. Then he finally catches up. And Well, when he pulls out the machine gun, he says something like, Oh, that too. What does he say? It's so funny. Oh, because it's he's like, a... I'm a fucking zoologist yeah. or something. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I have. If I, I think I'll use the city of Melbourne again, but he was like, the city of Melbourne has gotten me these excellent implements or whatever, you know, and he pulls out the machine gun and shoots it. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's like, I've, I've been sanctioned by, yeah, whatever. And I'm, I'm taking yeah. this, this monkey's going to a zoo, you know, that's right. <laughs> and he blasts yeah, it was very Indiana Jones. <laughs> cool. Yeah. This monkey belongs in a zoo. <laughs> this monkey belongs in a zoo. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Which and then that scene, like you get, you have this terrible claymation rat, rat? monkey. It's yeah. just a monkey with a rat's face, and it just like immediately starts eating the monkeys in the other cage. It tears its arm off, right through the cage. Yeah, through the cage. Yeah, and you're like, this is not. The zookeeper was a good character as well. That was the, like the cigarette kind of hanging out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. What good cartoony guy? When at what point was it? Was it at the zoo where somebody was like? Uh, we're like, as if it weren't already ridiculous enough, they were like, uh, oh yeah, the Sumatran, or whatever, Sumatran rat monkey uh, came when a bunch of raps, rats jumped off of slave ships and went and raped all the monkeys on the... And you're like, God, you're like, what? Like, that's so unnecessary. It's over the top. Doesn't make any sense. Right, no. no. <laughs> and yeah, it's just a creepy old zookeeper with a cigarette telling this to a nice couple on a date at the zoo. Right. <laughs> right. It's like the swastika patch on the vet. You know? Right. It's not like, subtle okay, at all. Yeah. He's a Nazi. Well, and made a terrible animal. Well, and I, I like that for whatever reason, like Lionel is really interested. He was like, "Oh yeah, tell me more about the the rat monkey." And Paquita's like, "What the fuck? Like, I don't want to hear this right now. Like, I don't want to know this story." I just saw a monkey get its arm ripped off. <laughs> right. I'm traumatized. Yeah, and then the mom stomps its head in oh, after she man. gets bit. She shows up and, of course, throws a damn fit. Yeah. Lionel runs back home. <laughs> Just so manipulative. So she was there. She was there spying on him. Yeah, right? yeah. Went there to meet some of the people. Well, she was there spying, but then why did she jump out? What was he doing? I think it was just because she got attacked, right? Because the the rat monkey had grabbed yeah. her and and bit her, and she like started screaming and stomping its head in, and then at that point, and like then- there. There was a crowd around. Lionel there. recognizes the screams. He goes, "That's right." Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I didn't notice that, but yeah, he just recognizes her screams. That's hilarious. It happens all the time. <laughs> and then just leaves Paquita too, and is yeah. fine with that. Just that poor doesn't woman. offer to also take her home. No, that his poor woman. Like that. that poor woman. He he doesn't deserve her. I don't think. No, absolutely not. No. And he gets her and that sweet ass necklace at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's the star amulet. That whatever shows up it is. out of nowhere. Right. <laughs> that's no explanation. Well, well, was it, I think, didn't Paquita's grandma, oh yeah, the woman who was doing all the tarot card readings, she pulled it out of a chest or something and gave it to Paquita, I think. Yeah. It came but from did the. Did she say why? No. 
don't think so. She oh, well, gives it to her. Yeah, well, because there was a weird star, like a cross-shaped star on a tarot card, and then... Oh, that is right, the and, star. Oh, but then, and then when they first meet, when he goes into the shop and he knocks mm-hmm. over all her pencils, because he's a big oh, klutz, yeah. they fall into the shape of a star, and that's when Paquita's like, oh, you're my beloved, you're my, we're entangled romantically. That's right, that's right, Okay. But yeah, I guess that explains it. Damn it. Just I was barely. ready to rail against that for a long time, but Just, shit. It's a very tenuous... Hey, I was mounting my defensives. Yeah, <laughs> damn. Yeah. yeah, but it's a very tenuous Poison. explanation for where that amulet came from. I mean... Still, yeah, it's tenuous at best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Dude, what about the best line in the movie? I kick ass for the, for the Lord. Lord. Yes. Oh yeah, that was an amazing scene. <laughs> the right. And then he Greece. fucking proceeds to kick ass for the Lord all over the place. Yeah. He beats everybody's ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, and I like how you it goes through the funeral scene, and he's this like stern, angry priest. He's like, I don't know where Lionel is, but we're gonna start without him, right? So you get that characterization, and then all of a sudden, you know, Lionel's digging up his mom and gets attacked by this gang. And then the priest turns into this like goofy kung fu master, and you're like, "What? Where the yeah. fuck did that come from?" <laughs> also beats the shit out of all these punks. Also, the the fucking funeral scene. We we talked about the the tribute to Reanimator there because they're embalming his mom like <laughs> ten minutes before this funeral. What what are we doing here? Right. <laughs> yeah. New Zealand's entire funeral process is way off. Man. Yeah. That's not when she yeah, and she's like connected to this giant machine. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll admit, I, I I'm not you know an expert in embalming people or preparing bodies, but I have a feeling that's not the way that it's done. <laughs> Whatever they're doing, you know, it doesn't work for me. It, it, and the dude leaves. <laughs> He's and he he comes back eating a sandwich that he puts on the bloated corpse that has just spewed <laughs> all of that. Oh yeah, uh, embalming fluid and pops out her eyeballs so comically. <laughs> Right, she and like, like uh, push him back in. Uh, it was like this, I think it was a Ghostbusters toy that uh, I think it was like an Egon or somebody would get scared and if you press the button, his eyes popped yep. out. And I, I like had that, that one, I yeah. Or I think oh, you, sure. like, you pushed his arm in, yeah. That's what it was, yes. Yeah. But yeah, the eyes looked exactly like the mom's eyes in this. <laughs> there was a Beetlejuice toy that did that, did a similar thing to that as well. That's nice. a cool thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I like that as he, he just like kicks the guy's leg out from under him. And he's just like, he's kicking this guy's body parts off, you know, the Kung Fu <laughs> yes, priest. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was very reminiscent of like the Holy Grail Black Knight thing. Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's just going to kick his arms off now too. Right. <laughs> and then he kick, and it's that severed head that lands on, on him and bites him. And that's when, you know, that's oh, when, yeah. and, and we got to talk about the, I mean, there's such Jesus Christ. Like, we're going to get through the relationship with the, uh, the priest and the nurse. The priest and the what? nurse. In the- Fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. Is yeah. From as soon as they become zombies, all they want to do is bone. Yeah. Yeah. And they make a kid in like an hour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The kid grows super fat, and it starts out like she they're kissing, and she like bites half his face off as they're kissing, and then like all of his lips. Yeah. His whole his oh, yeah. whole lips and surrounding area is gone, and then and then yeah, she gets pregnant and has a kid like within a day. And then there's that, and then for some reason Lionel's like, "Oh, there's this baby. 
I should go take it out and treat it like a I real baby. I should take it to the park. Like, which scene. is a weird scene for it to oh. just cut to out of nowhere, you know? But it's so good. I, it, I, I agree, man. It's I great. love that scene, too. Yeah. He's, and he's, like, fighting <laughs> this baby. <laughs> and, I think you see the POV from the baby. And that's what like I was going to say. Wa- is that oh, barbed wire there? Yeah. I love that shot. Yeah. It's such, it tells so much without saying anything. It's yeah. just, oh, good storytelling. Way to go, Peter Jackson. Yeah, yeah, so great. Movie-making thing out, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and, and even <laughs> and even though this this movie is like terribly gory and ridiculous, I mean, you can see like the talent that Peter Jackson has that would later go into the Lord of the. I mean, it's obviously there, you know. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but, but some of it even in this scene, like, dude, this is a scene where like he's beating a zombie baby up in a park, and it's exciting to watch. It's got good cinematography. It tells a story visually. You're like, right? Yeah. Yeah. What, Do they ever name the baby? I don't think so. I don't think no. so. Not that I recall. Something something similar happened in that movie, the M. Night Shyamalan movie, Old. Okay. Did you guys see that oh. one? No, no I, I did not. Where everything on the, everything, they go to this beach. On the island. Yeah. Uh-huh. People get old. So everyone is like, is then aging very quickly. And can I say this scene? I don't know. I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> Nobody cares if you spoil it or Shyamalan. Sure. Yeah. If you don't want to have yeah, cool. old spoiled, fast forward like 30 seconds. Sure, <laughs> sure. So, like, fast-forwarding 30 seconds, though everything in life is fast-forwarded a bunch. So, like, there's this, like, um, someone, like, washes up on the shore, and these people are, like, dealing with this, like, weird thing that, that everything's sped up. So, they're kids who were, who were children, like, nine years, years old or something like that in the beginning of the movie. They've now, like, grown a little older, and they're like, you can't see this. We need to go investigate the dead body that's washed on shore. So, they go into this tent, and it's, like, maybe, like, ten minutes goes by while the parents are, like, looking at this body, and they start to walk back towards the camp and the two children were children like walk up and the girl is pregnant. <laughs> Wait, are they brother sister? No, they're, 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 oh, they're they okay. were, they were strangers in the beginning. Okay. Uh, yeah. There's like an element of like relationships are very um, sped up as well. Right. Okay. So I, got it. I thought yeah, she yeah. took a real weird twist though. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. So, <laughs> so, so is, is right, and it was him and his sister, like M. Night and his sister, were the, were the actors. Right, and then and then and then they went out in a cornfield and they they built a snowman. That's right, yeah, in the middle of the cornfield. <laughs> they built it out of frozen corn, Kroger Kroger brand frozen corn. Right. Oh man. Right. Dude, I saw I I saw this fucking thing on the NBA subreddit the other day, um, where it just said it was titled "This is the most Indiana fucking thing ever." <laughs> It was a picture from Banker's Life. Was and it, it was Purdue? Just, no, it was like, it was a Pacers game. And on like the, the jumbo tr- screen in the middle, it said, show your Kroger card. And there was a guy that was like standing up showing his Kroger card. And it was like, sponsored by Kroger. <laughs> what? That's Dude, hilarious. It was fucking wild. I'll send it to you guys. It's, it's hilarious. And it is the most Indiana thing ever. Absolutely. <laughs> show your well, Kroger card. Uh, Brent, Brent had a, a much loved character when we were at comedy sports where he would be uh, a character called Krogar who, who he would appear <laughs> out of a grocery bag. <laughs> I'm Krogar. Yeah. <laughs> they have like paper bags on stage. There are paper bags on stage. And I would like kind of crouch behind a paper bag and like, like pop up. Like That's a, fucking amazing. like a genie, like a Southern Indiana genie. <laughs> like a Southern Indiana genie. That's right. I, love, I am Krogar. <laughs> Isn't it great it to say it? Really well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so satisfying. Well, and what was that, Brent? What there was an incident recently on 
Was it in Lake Monroe? Something happened recently and Brent came across it on Reddit. It was on some subreddit and Brent was like, oh, I know the history behind this or like, I know the story behind it. And what, what was that? What was that, Brent? I think a guy made like a boat. Oh man, this was like last summer, I think. He made like a really, like a legit boat. Like, uh, is it called a dinghy? Like a dinghy thing? Um, but like, like oh. an eighth of the size of a normal one. That's right. Oh, was it? Like, was it just like, wasn't it like a child's, like a plastic toy boat? Wasn't that what it that's was? That's right. Okay. Yeah. It was like a, it was like a um, Fisher, Fisher Price, Price toy boat. Yeah. Toy boat that you would like put next to like this, um, the sandbox. At a, at a, and this guy made it seaworthy and he even got papers for it. Well, he put an what? engine, he put an engine on the back of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. He put a little engine on the back of it. And he made it. He made it seaworthy. And and the the picture that I saw on Reddit was of the 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 DNR handing him a ticket. But it was. It ended up being a fake picture. It was actually just like the DNR thinking it was like pretty fucking funny. Oh, it's just wanted to take a funny picture too. Yeah, yeah. And they, they thought it was funny, and so like, yeah, it was. It was cool. But it was a cool. It was like picture that like pink. I don't know, like Fisher Price like boat that you would find in a backyard. Yeah, that was cool. fucking awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Thing up too. Yeah, right on. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think I remember, like, I think the story is that, like, I, I, I saw someone on Reddit talk about that, and I had happened to see, like, a local news story. Uh, I told the actual, like, what actually happened and got, like, like, like 7,000, like, likes or something like that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's so much karma. Yeah. Thank <laughs> points. I love them. I crave them. Give them to me. <laughs> Feed it to me. <laughs> But it's funny how, you know, how somebody came across that picture and without any context, like all these people are enjoying this picture, you know, but then uh, I just think it's funny that Brent saw it and was like, oh, I know the actual context behind this, you know. Let me give you this knowledge. Yeah. It looks like cops being a dick, but when they're not, you know. <laughs> One of the rare instances. Yeah, the rare occasions. Yeah. Like the inauguration. I remember I commented on a picture of that that got a lot of likes that was like, he looks like he looks like someone's grandfather waiting for his kid, yeah, to finish soccer practice. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Kyle Kyle has a little good, like knitted 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 doll of of cold dirty. of yeah. cold weather burning. My, uh, my wife's friend knitted this for me. <laughs> oh, what, it's great work! That's awesome. I know it's amazing. I love him, my little Bernie. You know what? If, if, if you put if you put a giant scary syringe in his arms, it wouldn't <laughs> be the same. It wouldn't be yeah that dissimilar from uh, my great grandma's doll that she had. Whoa! Put a little nurse's hat on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He does have the mask already. Yeah, he's ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! But I like uh, uh, going back to the uncle, and I like in his introduction. Or honestly, no, I don't know if I like this, but. He like when he first comes in, he's talking about his urinary tract infection, and then oh, yeah. he goes to pee, and it's like when he pees, you hear. I almost feel like you hear kidney stones or something hit the toilet as he starts peeing. There's this like weird noise. <laughs> I, was, I was like, "What is going on with that guy? He's uh, he needs to see a doctor." You know, <laughs> he is definitely. They reiterate how he is not the shining image of health. He's no, he's yeah, fat. He's smoke cigars he does have the weird pee doesn't he like he grunts really hard too yeah he yeah just in general yeah very yeah yeah, yeah. i like whenever um everyone's moaning in like the the dining room or whatever it is <laughs> yeah. and lionel's like holding like he's like he's like 
blockading the door. Right. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, something fell or whatever. He's like, no, well, that's that's when the like, nurse is getting. Sounds like people doing it. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> when the nurse is getting pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, and and so I like how your dad's old stag film. That's, that's what, what he says. Said. Yeah, and, and he's like, and his uncle is he even he's like, oh, is that the one with the donkey and the chambermaid? <laughs> <laughs> There were, there were there were four there were four pornographies at the time in, in New, New Zealand, Zealand at the yeah time. there, there were only there four. four not not four movies like four total copies yes <laughs> yes yeah I just wanted to make sure we're clear it's yeah. yeah and his dad somehow got a hold of one of them <laughs> and hoarded it oh what yeah yeah they didn't make copies in New Zealand they they followed the FBI anti piracy laws yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They just shared the tapes. They were like, we wouldn't copy a car. Why would we? <laughs> the Canadians of the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> but I think it was also that scene. And, and you know, obviously, once you have more zombies, they really start playing around with, like, I think it's that scene where they're tr- he's trying to get them to eat, and the one guy just shoves the spoon through his head. And yeah. Then, and then one of the other zombies, I think maybe it's his mom, like, takes the food off of the spoon and eats it. And it's just... Yeah, just just going all out, man. It's ridiculous. Do you remember when we when we did the episode of American Werewolf in London or <gasps> Paris? What was it called? Yeah, London. London was the original. Yeah, I remember it was. Um, they wanted to do something similar with 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 his friend when he ate the hospital food because he's like slowly becoming more like decomposing or decomposed. Yeah, they wanted to do something where like he ate some of the food in the hospital and then it like poured out this, the hole in his neck, but it was too graphic or, or too cartoonish even. Yeah. Or too cartoonish even. And that they, but they did that finally for this one. I was like, Oh cool. I finally get to see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the food coming out of her neck. But 80s, the, 90s, yeah. yeah. Well, but then Lionel like even like tilts her head back and is yeah, feeding her through her, right like the, just straight through it. She's always got that gross gurgle sound every time they pull her neck back. And it, <laughs> it's so effective, man. It's it, terrible. Ugh. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do that every time. Oh, all, man. all the zombie moans are pretty good. They've got that like distorted low growl. Like, <clears throat> yeah. I like There's, that. I, just Punk use... rock zombie. I like that his esophagus is as big of an asshole as he is. <laughs> yeah. Now, was that uh, so when he. Yeah. When his internal organs come out, I interpreted that as like his sphincter and that it was farting. But I, I don't know. It could also have been his esophagus. I'm not sure. But I, okay. Or maybe they maybe they show both. But at one point, it, when it comes out, it seemed like it was like and had a and I was like I was like okay now we're getting internal organs if just like is, farting I, on their own. <laughs> I take it either way. I just assumed esophagus because the lungs are also right there and it also emotes with that. Yeah. So. Like bat wings. <laughs> yeah. I like it. It's like when it first comes out and it's looking at itself yeah. in the mirror, it's almost like it's like touching its face like, oh, I'm pretty. <laughs> yeah. I wish they could have grabbed a comb and like mocked comb hair. <laughs> really yeah. Jesus. The lungs, they keep showing up, man. They're they're quite the uh, the foible. Yeah. Way more effective than the yeah, right. punk rock zombie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They end up becoming like the almost like the second in command under the mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They keep showing up. Well, like, yeah, and when he when he finds his dad's mistress's dead body in the attic, when he kind of puts it all together that his mom killed his dad, like it's the lungs that kind of burst through, like come out from her skeleton and grab him. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I thought that was the mom this time, and I was like, no, she doesn't show up till the end when it gets very Freudian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that whole sequence where yeah. she, like, opens up her stomach and pulls him back into the womb, like, yeah. Jesus Christ. The zombie womb of a giant, like... It's why. Where does all of that come from? I don't know. I've well, got and this I almost, giant paper mache, huge titted thing. Yeah, standing on top. Well, and 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 the shape she was in with her giant breasts and her giant like midsection, I, she almost looked like some of those statues of like a fertility goddess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if there wasn't some inspiration yeah, there. Yeah. Well, then there's and and again, speaking of lack of subtlety, uh, toward the very end of the movie. When Jack is like, you know, he's fallen out of the, or not Jack, sorry, the the main character, Lionel, has fallen out of the attic and he's like hanging there. And the nurse and the the priest like come at him and they impale themselves on a broomstick or something. And then they fall on the, and she's like moving up and down like as though they're both humping this broomstick. Yeah, that's impaled both of them. Yeah, it, it was another moment where I was like, Jesus Christ, we're just going for it, huh? <laughs> and then once they get there, though, they stay there for the rest of the fucking movie till he chops them up with the lawnmower. They just stay there banging. And, like, yeah. every time they cut to it, you just see him there in the background. And, like, those two actors literally just hung out for days, pretended to bang. Like, all right. Yeah. yeah. They're like a subplot. It's like they have to continuously kind of every now and then go back to them. The same with, that... like, the lady who's gotten impaled in the head with, like, the light. Oh, and she keeps in the background. They just keep. I love that little gag that keeps popping up. Yeah, yeah. She keeps looking like a jack o' lantern just in the background of the scenes. Yeah, until what? Like finally, she just was it. She erupts into flame. Oh, that's how the fire starts, right? Is because mm-hmm. she. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they use that for the fire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What a fun. <laughs> just yeah. Toward the end, it just like I'm trying to see like what's some of the stuff I wrote down. Like uh, the zombies, like. Oh, well, then there's the scene where they go down and they try... Like, Paquita finally convinces uh, convinces Lionel to poison his mom and the other zombies and, like, and like yeah. put them to rest and, like, move on with it, right? And then they all burst out of the ground and he looks at the bottle and on one side it says poison and then he turns it and it says animal stimulant on the side. So he just made a bunch of super zombies. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And why, why is a poison also an animal stimulant? Like, what... <laughs> I have Is no it a idea. Plant poison? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. They're just oh, that makes the animal's heart explode. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It's great. I love the, the the little turnaround. And he's like, "How did I not see that?" <laughs> right. Or God damn it, Lionel. Oh man. <laughs> but do you guys have a? Do you guys have like a favorite scene from the movie? Like a favorite kill or anything? Oh man, let's see. I've got some of these like wilder kills. When the baby, down. when the baby goes through the head of the it's person, it's pretty fucking good, right? That was pretty weird. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 that was pretty good. I really like that one too. Uh, I also like uh, just the the half of a dude head that hangs out for like majority of the movie, and then he gets yes. finally thrown in the food processor. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That guy's awesome. It's just like the top half. But like, he made it look like. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. I didn't mean to talk over you, buddy. No, you, you, we were both saying the same thing. We have been all night. It's, we're two yeah, minds we're connected. We're on the same page. It's good. <laughs> yeah. We have been. It's fantastic. I love it. Absolutely. I love it. I mean, two severed heads. <laughs> yes. You, you. Yeah. Yeah. I was just trying, like, there was a couple, like, there's one scene where, um, 
oh, I think it's Lionel is fighting zombies and he cuts off somebody's hand and it like crawls up his face and picks his nose. I thought it was like a fun, like that was a fun thing. And then, oh, I do like that guy where he's like, when they're trying to pull him into the kitchen and he's climbing through the window and his legs are obviously being attacked and they pull him in and it's like, it's just skeleton legs and it oh, and, it's, yeah. and he's still but he's still wearing his boots oh, so yeah, his, okay. his skeleton legs are kind of kicking <laughs> i do love that i love of course the fucking just the lawnmower scene it's so iconic man yeah famously so it should be like he, he wraps the lawnmower to his chest and just walks into a crowd man <laughs> what it's the perfect defense it works so well. Right, yeah. What are they going to... I like how he walks in and he's like, okay, that's yeah. it. Party's over. <laughs> and then, like, you know, starts the lawnmower going. And I then... do love... Later when he, he's trying to yeah. start it again and he can't reach it and he's pinned under it, so he grabs another arm <laughs> and uses it to pull start it. Oh, right. Just all those dumb little sight yeah. gags. Just yeah. uh, add, add it all. Yeah. He could have never done that without the oppression of his mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and and I almost like feel like, well, yeah. Well, and I feel like his like this is if you wanted if you want to try to read any like sim- symbolism or metaphor into it, I think it like him destroying these zombies is him like overcoming, the, you know his the fact that his mom has been overbearing and it's like kind of especially that part where he's like slipping in the blood and he's trying to run but he can't. He just can't, and he's slipping and slipping until he starts like stepping on the dead bodies of all the all of these zombies. Uh, and I almost, you know, if you want to, if if there's anything deeper to be read here, I feel like <laughs> him chopping apart the zombies is like him dismantling his mother's hold over him, right? Yes. <laughs> and then and then she pulls him back into the womb, and he he cuts himself out, kind of being reborn in a way, you know, like as sure. as a new man. <laughs> With the help of Paquita's family, the... who was going to be his new family, yes. obviously. <laughs> yes, because it's destined. Because they're romantically entangled. Yes, so. romantic entangled. <laughs> oh man, she's I, man. Her character, she's just like so optimistic, and like we said, he he doesn't deserve her, but she she's, absolutely not. She's just always there for him. Like she's always like totally understanding, and you know, is there to help him out, help him crawl back and get out of his mom's womb. Yeah. Um, and you know that his mom's gone, so hopefully at least you know he can smother her now. Right, <laughs> right. So I guess that's what Paquita wants. That's I guess. what she's getting. Yeah, or maybe maybe there should be a sequel where where he like he yeah. turns into a zombie and she has to escape from him. You know, she has to overcome his clinginess, his neediness. <laughs> ah, with Roger the milkman. With Roger. Oh. <laughs> Oh yeah, well I think I have a clarifying question. Yes. <laughs> um, at some point, uh, Paquita, Paquita. How do you pronounce her name again? Paquita, Paquita I, I think. Yeah. That's Paquita, what they say. She, she gets what you think is bit on the arm, and then she's got this like sludge or something like that on her arm, and she like like wings it off of herself. Like like what what was that like a like a pretend skin from a zombie or something like that? That because they make it. That's, it looked like she got bit. That, that's a good question. I don't, and I don't know exactly what happened there. I know like it looks like she gets bit, and then she obviously brushes something off, and she didn't get bit. There was something else there. H- however, what that something is, I have no idea what they were trying to convey there. I didn't pick it up. Okay. 
So yeah, I don't really, I don't still don't even remember that. I've seen this movie yeah. like well, it's, it's when it's when Lionel's like hanging yeah. from the it, ceiling. It could have been just like a random scene that they were just going to cut out, but they just put it in to yeah. like add to the. Yeah, well, and he, he of the scene, I bet. well, and he sees he sees Paquita getting bit, and so he's like swinging, trying to get over to her, and then but when she gets the zombie off of her, yeah, she just brushes something off of her arm, and she's fine. But I don't know what I don't know what happened to where she's not bitten or infected. Yeah, <sighs> but somehow she got out of it. I don't know. It's a setup somewhere, but Peter Jackson failed us as a movie maker because none of us know. <laughs> yeah, take his credentials away. <laughs> He's send, learning. Send him back to New My Zealand. My boy's gonna fly high someday. <laughs> he had his chance. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't he just come out with a um? Was it a Beatles, Beatles documentary? documentary? Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. But I haven't either because I really don't care about the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, there's. A <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, to be honest. That's true. And I feel like I grew up listening to their music because my mom was always listening to them. And, and so I've got a soft spot for them. But the more you learn about them and like what an asshole John Lennon was, and uh, yeah, yeah, I get less and less interested, I feel like, the older I get. Yeah. I, I did see like the one cool thing, again, on Reddit, which is where everybody absorbs anything. I saw they had a, <laughs> like a breakdown of uh, McCartney like writing, I think, Let It Be or maybe Tomorrow. One of those like just – they were waiting for, of course, John Lennon to show up somewhere. So him, uh, Ringo, and uh, John were just hanging out, and they wrote something waiting for Lennon oh, to show I up. Think, but... I think it was Get Back. I think I saw yeah, that. Yeah, Get Back. That's I, what it was. I saw exactly. that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they just pieced it together right there, and that's like one of the things that from the Jack uh, Peter Jackson documentary, which yeah, I might watch sometime because it is Peter. Right. <laughs> it's, it's our boy Peter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nice. I think I do. Yeah. Well, was was there anything else? We're kind of coming up on time here. We usually try to keep these about an hour. Was there anything else you guys want to talk about? Anything we we missed or didn't cover in the movie? I mean, I don't, this movie's so dense. There's no way you could talk about everything. I feel we hit all the the pretty awesome high points. Yeah. Uh, we explained how gross the movie is. Yeah. Oh, there's the one point where after the baby's born. It's eating a rat, and then it's it's um it's going after Lionel, but then its umbilical cord gets stuck on a nail. <laughs> like, is yeah. yeah, just so many great little moments Gross. like that. <laughs> it's just one after another. <laughs> the baby's real comic relief, but yeah, I think we covered everything for sure. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Well, was there any? Um, uh, do you guys want to go over your head cannons now? I can go first, unless you want to go. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to me. Uh, you go ahead, because my hand, ca- my head cannon was going to be about how I would make the uh, the star and moon more centralized and important. But I guess maybe I'm still missing some things. You guys <laughs> said it was pretty important, so <laughs> I'm going to think for a little bit. I guess so. Okay. Come back to me. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. As I said, there's a tenuous connection, but it is it yeah. does it does recur a couple times. Um, <laughs> but so I guess other than. Like, I like the idea of a sequel where Paquita has to, like, free herself of, of Lionel's clinginess. Um, you know, but my other thought was that, you know, he breaks free from his mom and she crashes down into the earth, right? And um, and I just like to imagine that while she's there, she's like, you know, as this fertility goddess, she's, like, gestating and, like, creating other life forms. And that's where 
Peter Jackson dug up uh, the orcs or the uh, what are they called the urukai? Urukai. The urukai. Yeah, that they they came from the mom in this movie, and that's where that's where he got his orcs for Lord of the Rings. So like when they're pulling that film across and they're coming out, that's just her womb. That's, that's pretty. I like that yeah, headcanon. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Yeah. That's good, Corey. <laughs> so what about you, Brent? What do you got? Uh, okay, I, I'm in the same vein. I think. I said, um, the, the baby doesn't actually die. Mm-hmm. The baby gets a hold of the amulet and then runs off, like it disappears, like escapes the house, right? Mm-hmm. And then goes on a journey to destroy it, bringing, um, bringing <laughs> peace to his zombie village by throwing it into Mount Scrote. Mount Scrote. <laughs> from, from whence it was born. <laughs> it, it is a very gaudy piece of jewelry, for sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it really Again, is. nothing yeah. subtle about it. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I, I got one, I think. Um, so, uh, headcanon-wise, it's similar to both of you. We're going we're gonna to focus on the mom uh, at the ending, but uh, when she pulls Lionel into her stomach, mm-hmm. uh, she her stomach acids eat away all of Lionel, uh, except for his brain and two of his eyeballs that then reemerge, and the mom becomes Krang, and they then... Mutate yes. that into the Ninja Turtles. That's where the ooze comes from. It's the green stuff that the mom had that she was involved in. She takes that to America. They make the turtles from that. Of course. That's brain. There it, we go. It makes perfect sense. Right? Yeah. It, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> this is this yeah. movie is really an origin story of for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. It's a yeah. big, big marketing vehicle to create hype. <laughs> nice excellent next week we're going to be going way back into the past to cover the 1959 vincent price film the tingler and as always you can follow us on social media on facebook at danger explosion presents headcanon on instagram at headcanon pod on twitter at horror movie pod and you can always follow the subreddit r slash horror movie pod well kyle thanks again for joining us man was there anything um you want to plug uh experience grind one more time tell people where they can go to check that out sure uh you know facebook.com slash experience grind uh twitter at exp grind podcast uh anywhere you know just look for experience grind the logo is a gear because of course you grind my gears (laughs) we're pretty on the nose around here i got my subtlety from peter jackson so (laughs) Uh, so yeah, check us out, please. Uh, again, December is our tribute to all action movies. Uh, this year we covered, uh, Ark of the Covenant and John Wick. Uh, we're coming up, uh, we have our buddy Phil coming on. He's our resident Jean-Claude Van Damme expert. Uh, we're doing <laughs> Kickboxer this year. We had him on for Bloodsport last year. So uh, if you're a Van Damme fan, check those episodes out and, you know, just check us out, hang out with us. Yeah. We, we like interactions with people. It's, it's our favorite thing. So, uh, yeah, I nice. appreciate the chance to come on, guys. I really do. I had a fucking blast tonight, man. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and thanks. Like I said, I've I've always wanted to watch this film, and it it surpassed. I don't even know if "surpassed" is the right word. It usurped any expectations I may have had as to what this movie was. So somebody can tell you what it is, man, but it is a completely different beast to actually see this 
fucking movie. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks again, Kyle. Uh, it's good know, chatting with you, man. And we will, uh, we'll have you back. Yeah. You take care. So absolutely. Thanks guys. Yeah. I would like to, I would like to promote, um, two mics and two kids, my new <laughs> hip hop group. Two <laughs> mics. Now we're performing at all underages groups or underages, um, areas, uh, in the Indianapolis surrounding area. <laughs> Oh, what a what an original idea! That's lovely. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everybody again. Two mics and two kids. We have two kids. <laughs> All right. This has been Head Cannon. Ah! Oh,